Okay, so let me start this off with a little bit of context. I live in Trinidad, so I might use some un-American terminology in this. I'm a girl and I was 15 when I was in 11th grade, 5th form, because I had skipped a year in primary school, so I was a year younger than most of the other kids in my class. When I was in that grade, I was not exactly the most healthy or athletic person, but I genuinely enjoyed PE class and I liked to run around in the gym and play games and such. So when I had to pick courses for semester 1 of grade 11, I made sure to pick PE just like I had done for grades 9 and 10. I was a little shot when I got to the first day of PE, and I found out that our old PE teacher had gone back to Canada because his work term here was over. He had been with my school for 4 years though, it was understandable when someone told me that he hadn't gotten fired. So we meet our new PE teacher. He looks to be around 30-something, with light skin and blue eyes and blonde hair, that was shaved on the sides and styled but short on top. A lot of girls immediately liked him, and said that he was handsome, but I didn't see it because I wasn't interested in boys or men. This PE teacher liked to take us on walks and runs so we would leave school at lunchtime on a bus, and come back as school was ending since P.E. was last period. One time we went to a place that was known for its holler monkeys. It was a paved path through the forest, and it went up and around a hill. We started walking, P.E. teacher in the back. When we reached as far as we could go in the time that we had, we turned around and started going back down the trail. I was slow and not very fit, so I was in the back with my teacher, the whole way down, we were talking about what we knew about the holler monkeys and the animals in general. I was an animal nerd growing up, so I had a bit of things to talk about. I was so happy to get to talk to an adult and have them take me seriously. I know it's kind of dumb, but I am the oldest grandchild to a very traditional Chinese grandfather, and I'm a girl so not a son like he wanted. He pushed me hard to get good grades and never really wanted to talk to me, and my parents were always working, so I just wanted a grown-up to actually listen to what I had to say. On the bus ride back, I sat in front of the bus so we could continue talking. I only got more attached to him when he would let me talk his ear off about whatever I was obsessed with at the time, which was usually some comic book, TV show, or movie. I think at the time it was either Transformers or Pokemon, but whatever it was, he let me actually talk about it. I didn't see anything wrong with that at the time. I was always in the back of the groups during our walks and so was he. I figured that we might as well chat. He liked to touch my hair sometimes, but I was used to that because my hair was so long that it went past my butt. After a few days of just walking and going places to do jogs, we played field hockey. We did it with two teams and our teacher playing as just someone who would pick teams as he played. So he was kind of like a third team all on his own. He would help the losing team score points. And I don't think that it was a coincidence that the losing team was mine, seeing how non-athletic I am. 
It was during this game that other girls started to see something wrong with the way our teacher played. He would pat girls on their butts with his hockey stick in order to get them to jump or get startled, leaving the ball open for him to steal. The girls later were complaining that what he was doing was gross and wrong, but I said that I didn't see anything wrong with it. It took me time to realize that he really shouldn't have been doing that. The realization coming when he started to use his hand to pinch the girls' butts instead of tapping them with a the hockey stick. Next thing I knew, the dude was fired. He didn't quit, he was fired. One of the girls must have told the principal or something, but I know that it wasn't me. I was actually so upset when he wasn't there anymore. And looking back on that and knowing that I felt that way makes me feel disgusting. So to my 11th grade PE teacher, please let's not meet again. Hi, and for the record, I'm a female. I'm turning 19 this year and the story happened when I was 15. Oh, and also I'm from France, so it can explain my English mistakes if there are any. When I was 15 years old, I had just got into my junior year. I had created my first Twitter account that I had deleted because of this story. Some information. I didn't tell anyone my username, neither my family nor my friends because I didn't have any. My profile picture was an avatar, so no pictures of me on the account. And as a location, I said Paris because I lived in the suburbs. I didn't have any followers. 20 or maybe 30, and I didn't follow that many people, so my TL was not really interesting. One evening in October, someone sent me quite a strange direct message. It was from a 200 followers account, and the message was, Hey, my name's Rob. I just turned 17 and wanted to know if you lived in blank because I will soon move and go to the town high school and I'm looking for friends. Blank was obviously the town that I lived in. I immediately thought something was wrong because there was nowhere on my profile that said where I actually lived. But after some time thinking, I remembered a tweet I made weeks ago about buses and I mentioned the city so I told myself that he just searched the town name and found my tweet. His age wasn't shocking because I'm two years ahead of my classmates. I was bored and he was polite, and I answered him. I told him that I did indeed live in this town, and I went to high school there. The discussion was natural, and we talked a lot that night, mainly about high school, about the food at the cafeteria, about the teachers, that kind of thing. But as it was getting very late, he tried to interpose some personal questions like, Do you live far away from the school? In a house or in an apartment, do you live with both your parents? There's five of you. You're not often home alone, right? I never answered because it was way too shady for me, and unfortunately, he didn't insist. Unfortunately because if he did, I would have probably blocked him. The next day, same thing. We talked a lot and he was still asking personal questions to get to know me better. And so I asked him too. And he always answered with what seemed like honesty. I still didn't answer the questions about my house though. Because he didn't need to know anything. 
It lasted uh, two or three weeks, but it was enough for me to develop feelings for him. He was handsome, super kind, and it was everything that I needed. Because I was bullied for years and even today, I still develop strong feelings, but most importantly, blindly trust people who are friendly to me. In France, in October, we had a two-week-long vacation, and the day before back-to-school day, he finally told me that he was coming to my high school because he had finally moved in with his mom, and he asked me a place to meet during the morning break. I was so happy and relieved to be able to finally meet him, and I told him to join me in the hallway. But when he understood that there would be people around, he said that he would prefer an isolated place because he was afraid he would not recognize me and didn't want to spend the whole break looking around for me. It was a good excuse for me, so I told him to meet me in the third floor bathroom because we weren't allowed to stay there during the breaks and no one would disturb us. In my head, even though it was a little bit creepy, I was still in the school so nothing could happen to me. Next day, back to school day, I made myself pretty. I wore my best clothes and I counted down the minutes and finally, when break time arrived, I ran to the bathroom and waited. And when he arrived, it was him. He was not a catfish and he looked quite like his profile picture. But I noticed that he seemed a little bit older than he told me. I thought 20 years old instead of 17. We talked a lot, we got along well. I was so pleased and at the end of break, he asked me to go with him to the fast food place for lunch. I said no because I didn't have any money, and I always refused for people to pay for me. It's a principle. He seemed disappointed but offered to walk me home after classes. I explained that I have to take the bus, but that he could walk me to the bus stop. He looked disappointed again, but finally accepted. And that's exactly what happened. And it was so great that it quickly became some kind of routine. We met in the third floor bathroom during the morning break, and he walked me to the bus stop after classes. A surprising fact, I never saw him in the hallways nor at the cafeteria, but I thought at the time that the building was huge and that there were over 1,500 students in there, so if our schedules didn't coincide, there was no way that we could meet each other. This little game lasted until December, so almost a month and a half. The 14th of December, a Thursday, I complained about how lonely I was going to be that evening because my dad was abroad for work. My brother was always at his friend's house. My little sis was on a school trip and my mom had to work late that very night. It was very reckless of me, but after weeks, I thought that I could trust him. That evening, he walked me to the bus stop. We both waited. I got in the bus and waved at him and put on my earphones. I had two stops before my house. It was about 5.45 in December, so it was already really dark outside. And as I got out of the bus, I had a really bad feeling. There was that very uncomfortable sensation in my stomach, and I felt like being observed. I pressed pause on my music, but kept my earphones in, so that people thought I couldn't hear anything. And that's probably what saved my life. I lived in a suburban neighborhood, very silent, especially at night, with no visibility on the big road the bus passed in. When I heard footsteps behind me, 
I understood that I was right. There was someone following me, and he was not well-intentioned. At least I could hear that he was not accelerating, so he wasn't trying to catch up to me. But I couldn't guess how long it would last. As quietly as possible, I tried to reach for my keys in my pocket, and when I finally pulled them out, I ran. I ran as fast as I could, the best sprint of my life. I don't know how it worked, but I managed to open and close the door before he could reach me. I then deactivated my alarm, which by the way confirmed that I was home alone, and took a look through the glass panel on the door. It's not a peephole, it's a whole window, so if somebody wanted to see what's happening inside, they could. It was Rob, a few meters away looking at me with a really creepy face. He followed me to my home, probably with a car, and he was clearly not here for chit chat. I still don't know why I didn't call the police. I was totally paralyzed. We both stared at each other for a minute, and when I took back control over my body, I ran in the kitchen and I got a knife, and I got back to the door. He was there too, banging against the door. I feared for a second that the glass would break, but it didn't happen. That moment when I was pushing against the door, praying for it not to break while he was kicking harder and harder, was the longest that I have ever experienced. After maybe five minutes, he stopped and got around the house, knocking against every shutter, and he got to the back door. He looked very angry, but then my neighbor's car reached my house and Rob ran away, probably thinking that it was my mom coming home. On Twitter, Rob sent me a thousand DMs before I could block him. He then deleted his account, and I thought that I was done with the story. But quickly after, some accounts which have just been created followed me. Their ad names were all a series of numbers in the first letter of his name, and as soon as I blocked one, another one followed me. I chose to delete my account because I couldn't make it stop, and it was too much to endure because they were sending me dozens of insulting DMs. Later, I talked to the people who were supposed to be Rob's classmates, because I haven't met him again in days, but not a single one ever heard about Rob. This guy was never a student in my high school. That's why I never met him apart from our daily meetings. That's probably why he seems so old. I never heard about him again anymore, and I'm still asking myself what did he want and what could have happened that night. The first year of middle school, a lot of things happened that I believe really shouldn't have. About a month before school started, a day before my birthday, I got my period for the first time. I had called my friend a few days afterwards to tell her. I was a bit of an early bloomer, so I was one of the first in my friend group to start. Well, later on this particular friend of mine and I got into a fight, and her retaliation was to start a rumor about me around the school that I was pregnant and had sex with a high schooler. Throughout the day, I noticed people giving me weird looks and I had no idea what it was about until my friends told me. I came home bawling my eyes out and my sister knew why. Being in a small town, rumors spread like wildfire, and everybody already knew about it. This girl at the high school my sister was at told her about it, and she went off on her. And this started a whole chain of events. Me crying, figuring out who it was, 
and my mom at the principals and not leaving until they promised to do something about it. It slowly started to get better, but walking home from school, I lived nearly across the street, became a hell. I never learned the guy's name, but the first day he followed me around on his bike with his best friend. They circled around me so I had to stop walking, asked me personal questions, which I'd either stay silent or say something snappy, or just a bunch of things to purposefully make me uncomfortable. On the third day, he kept making sexual comments about me to the point even his friend said, too far man. After that, he never had his friend with him. I just kind of broke down a few days after it happening. I was always a really shy, quiet kid. I spent most of elementary school not talking. I had no idea how to handle it, and I was scared to ask for help, because I didn't think anybody would believe me or not take it seriously. So I simply just didn't say anything. The last day of it happening, I think, was the worst. He had a group of girls behind him all cheering him on as he harassed me. One of them laughed and said, you should stalk her, and he actually agreed with her. I finally had had enough, and I started screaming and cussing him out. He smirked and said, Feisty, I like it. I just ran home. I was already at the halfway point. My sister was waiting for me at the front door that day with our dog, only a few months old, so she had heard the whole thing. She didn't do that often, but it seemed like perfect timing. She looked panicked and was just like, Are you okay? Do I need to hurt someone? And told me that I need to report that to the school. I said that I was fine and that it's taken care of. She was reluctant, but I let it go. He walked past my house and our dog jumped in front of him and started growling at him. He just chuckled, which freaked both me and my sister out. A few months before our house had gotten broken into, and because I was home alone a lot, my mom decided that I needed a dog to protect me. She is a sweetheart though, and lets people pet her and everything. And that's why my sister would sometimes wait for me outside and let kids pet her. He was one of the only people that she's ever growled at. I'm really afraid that if I didn't stand up for myself or had a dog, that he would have followed up on the threat of stalking me. I only saw him around school a couple times, once on the student news because he was on the football team and got this award. I almost started crying when I saw that. And then he went up to my lunch table because my friend asked him a question, and he stared at me the entire time. The last time I saw him was the last day of school. I was getting things out of my locker and when I walked past him, his breath hitched and he just looked at me the entire time that I was in the hallway. There's a lot of reasons I hate that Tom, but after I graduated from 8th grade, he was the biggest reason why I didn't want to go to that high school there. I'm glad my mom accepted and we moved into the city. I've had to deal with my fair share of creeps, but he was by far the worst of them all.